Hello, welcome to God Day. I'm Derek Walker, the pastor of the Oxford Bible Church. And today I wanted to share about the Lord is our shepherd. And um, but first of all, I just want to talk about the, the importance of the names of God in our prayer life. Jesus said when we pray, our Father in heaven. So we start by just focusing our eyes on God because we are talking to God. It's not an internal monologue with our own thoughts. We are coming to God and we are saying, our Father, who art in heaven. And then it says, hallowed be your name. We are meant to hallow his name, sanctify his name. Literally what it means is that set it apart as the highest thing. Hallowed be your name. And so it helps to know the different names of God that we are to hallow. For instance, he is Jehovah Jireh. And this is the God who provides, the God of physical manifestation, Jehovah Jireh, our provider. And there's Jehovah Makedish, which means the Lord our sanctifier. And, and that's a wonderful one because this is the God who changes us on the inside. He's the one who makes us holy. He's the one who causes us to become like Jesus. He, right from the inside of us, transforms us from glory to glory. And Jehovah Sidkenu is related to that, but he's the Lord our righteousness. And that means he's the one that causes not, doesn't just change us on the inside, but actually causes us to live right on the outside. That's important too. He's our righteousness. He's the one that, that causes us to live that great life. And then Jehovah Shalom, the Lord is my peace. That he's the one who satisfies my heart. He's the one that brings my soul and my life into harmony. We all want that peace, don't we? And then Jehovah Rophe uh, is the Lord, my healer. He's the healer of my emotions and the healer of my body, Jehovah Rophe. And there's Jehovah Nisi, the Lord is my victory. Uh, and that number one is victory over my flesh, victory over sin. We can't, we can only live in victory through uh, Christ himself in us and also then victory in our life, in our circumstances. And then there's Jehovah Shammah. He is the overflowing presence of God. And finally, Jehovah Rohi, the Lord is my shepherd. And that's where we'll go now to Psalm 23 because we can never really... Uh, Although it's such a well-known psalm, it's never wasted time to really meditate in, in Psalm 23. The Lord's my shepherd. It's interesting that the psalm before it, Psalm 22, is a picture of the shepherd, the good shepherd, in his death. Jesus says, I am the good shepherd and I lay down my life for the sheep. In John 10 and that is pictured in Psalm 22 because that's a picture of Jesus in his death being crucified 
for us. And then Psalm 23 is then a picture of the Lord now who is risen from the dead, who now leads us into all his blessings and into the fullness of life. Jesus said, I'm the good shepherd and I come that you may have life and have it more abundantly. And so that's what Psalm 23 is all about, the good shepherd leading us into that life. And, and Jesus said about that in John 10, that his sheep hear his voice and they follow him. And so what characterizes a sheep who enjoys the fullness of blessing is that he follows the shepherd. In other words, he, follow, he listens to the shepherd's voice, he listens to the shepherd's words, and he follows him, he follows his leadership. So when we receive Jesus as our Lord, we become his followers, his disciples, and we are now following his leadership. And when we do that, then we come into the fullness of Psalm 23. Uh, the sheep, of course, who decides to go astray, to go his own way, because he knows better than the shepherd where to go, is not going to enjoy the benefits of Psalm 23, because it's understood that it's only as the sheep stays close to the shepherd that he actually is led into the fullness of blessing. So the first line of this psalm is, summarizes the whole psalm. The Lord is my shepherd, therefore I shall not want. Really, the rest of the psalm is all about all the different areas where we shall not want, where everything is provided for. In every area of our life, I shall not want. But it's only true when I can say from my heart, the Lord is my shepherd. Let's just think about what that means. The Lord is my shepherd. Usually we just immediately focus on the I shall not want bit. Yes, I claim that. I shall not want. I shall not want for peace. I shall not want for life. I shall not want because the Lord is my shepherd. He is my provider. But the word shepherd doesn't, does mean that he's our saviour, he's our source, he provides every good thing for us, yes, but shepherd also carries authority. The shepherd has authority over the sheep. The sheep follow the shepherd. The sheep obey the shepherd. The sheep hear his voice. And so it's only when I receive the Lord as my shepherd, as my Lord, and actually my owner, because the shepherd owned the sheep. And when the sheep a sheep understood that he belonged to the shepherd, the shepherd owned him. The Bible says that we do not belong to ourselves, but we belong to him because not only did he create us, he actually purchased us with his blood. So we are owned by the shepherd and he has the right to do with us as he pleased. If we embrace that truth in our heart, that we do not belong to ourselves, but we belong to Christ, then we come into the right relationship with him. We say, with our, when we say with our lips, the Lord is my shepherd, we are actually saying, I am submitted to the Lord Jesus, 
but also he is my owner. He is my shepherd. And so the sheep that says this, the Lord is my shepherd, is saying from the heart, I belong to the shepherd. And therefore, wherever he leads, I follow. That is the heart attitude that is necessary to receive all the blessings of Psalm 23. So when you confess the Lord is my shepherd, don't just have in your mind, well, God's going to do all these things for me because he's the shepherd, but also have a submissive heart saying, Lord, I belong to you. You're my shepherd. You're my owner. And therefore, you have the right to lead me wherever you choose. And so the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. I love that. See, when, when we embrace the Lord as our shepherd, as our owner, as our leader, we shall not want everything he provides, not just in this life, but for all eternity. Hallelujah. I shall not want healing. I shall not want peace. I shall not want victory. I shall not want provision. I love those words. I shall not want. What confidence the sheep has. Some people kind of... Um, think, oh, it's wrong that we should want to be blessed, that we should want to be prospered and we should want our life to go well. That's unspiritual, they think. Well, it's only because they've been affected by Greek thinking. Greek thinking separates the natural from the spiritual and so that the spiritual is all good and the natural, well, it's, it's really, you know, uns it, it, because it's unspiritual, it, it has no value. But that's not Hebrew thinking. Hebrew thinking is the, God created the spiritual and he created the natural. And the spiritual and the natural work together as one. And so we should want God to bless us spiritually, but also for that to be manifested naturally too. Not just healing for our soul, but healing for our body. That, that God wants us to to prosper and to be in health even as our soul prospers, 3 John 2. And so we, we should embrace his blessing in every area of our life. So don't be, don't be uh, embarrassed to, you know, to want to be blessed in every area. That, um, that is what God wants. And the more you thrive as his sheep, the more you give glory to God because people will say, I want to belong to that shepherd. Look how well, how blessed they are. So receive the blessing of God, but you can only do that by submitting to the shepherd, by belonging to him, by surrendering to him, and then he will be able to bless you. The Lord is my shepherd, and, and this is a confession, this is a declaration. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. And really, we see all the names of God in this psalm. I shall not want. That's Jehovah Jireh, isn't it? The, the Lord, my provider. He is my provider. And if I submit to him as my shepherd, then he will be my Jehovah Jireh. And he is confessing, really. The Lord is my provider. And then it goes on. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. For me, that's a picture of Jehovah Shalom. The Lord is my peace. 
he, he gives me the green pastures to rest in and the still waters. Hallelujah. And he leads me in that. So when I surrender to his leadership, he brings me into his peace. He surrounds me with harmony and peace. Jehovah Shalom. He satisfies my soul with good things. All is well. That's Jehovah Shalom. He restores my soul, it says, verse 3. He restores my soul. And so again, this is Jehovah Shalom. Hallelujah. He restores my soul. We declare it. We speak it. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. This is Jehovah Sidkenu. The Lord is my righteousness. He leads me in the right paths. This is guidance in our life. When we receive the Lord is my, as our shepherd, he will start guiding us. When we surrender to him, he leads us in the right paths. One of the great things in life is just to know that God's hand is on you and that he is leading you. And he is causing you to do the right things at the right time. And he's leading you through life. That only happens if you surrender to him and say, the Lord, you are my shepherd. You are my owner. You are my Lord. And he leads you. Then that gives him permission to lead you in the right paths. Because in, those, in the Middle East, the sheep weren't put out in fields like they are in this country with fences surrounding them. They don't go anywhere really because all the grass is just there. But in the Middle East, the shepherds literally have to lead the sheep from place to place to get the bit of grass here and the, and the bit of goodness there. Uh, and so they have to continually stay close to the shepherd. Uh, and he knows where the good grass is. If the sheep go off on their own, because they think they know better, they'll probably get killed by the wild animals, by the different dangers out there. And if we go on our own path, that's sin. That's what Isaiah 53, 6 says. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. And that leads in destruction. But when we embrace Jesus as our shepherd, then he will lead us in the right path in life. And so that's a great th confession to say at the start of the day. Lord, you are my shepherd. You are leading me in the right paths in my life. You're the Lord, my righteousness. And I thank you for leading me and guiding me. Hallelujah. And then it says, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, and there's a certain valley that they would have walked through uh, near Jericho that is that it was so deep that the light cannot reach certain areas at the bottom and it would have been a very dangerous valley to go through but even then he says though i walk through the valley of the shadow of death i fear no evil so this sheep fears no evil why because he's close to the shepherd he's under the shepherd's protection and he's this is jehovah nisi the Lord is my victory. He gives me the victory over danger, over the enemy. The Lord is my victory. 
Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. And even with the ultimate thing of death, you know, we can face death without fear. Because we can say, even though I go through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil because I'm in the hands of my shepherd. He's going to take me through to the other side and all will be well. Hallelujah. Because Jesus has tasted death for me. He's taken the sting out of death and therefore he is my good shepherd and I have returned and my soul belongs to him and he will lead me through the valley of the shadow of death and I will fear no evil because I'm safe in his hands. And then it says, for you are with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. This is Jehovah Shammah. The Lord is my presence. He's the overflowing presence in my life. He's the river of living water flowing through me. His hand is upon me. You are with me. You know, that's the greatest promise is just to have God with you. That's awesome. You are with me. And we, we need to be able to declare that. You are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You, you don't leave me alone. You are with me. Jehovah Shammah. Lord, you are my shepherd. And I thank you that you are with me. And you are covering me with your presence. And then it says, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. And that again is Jehovah Nisi, the Lord is my victory. Even though the enemies would like to have a piece of me, they can't get close to me because I am protected. He prepares a, a, a table before me of every good thing, even in the presence of my enemies. See, this isn't talking about heaven. This is talking about in this life when there are many enemies that would want to destroy us, yet God prepares a table for us. He protects us. Hallelujah. He's my victory. Hallelujah. He's stronger than my enemies and he is fighting for me. And the shepherd's rod and the staff would be used to, to beat away any wolves and, and enemies of that nature. And so I know that if I stay close to Jesus, he will protect me from all my enemies. And then it says, you anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. And I love that. That, that is Jehovah Makedish. The Lord is my sanctifier because the oil is a picture of the oil of the Holy Spirit sanctifying me, setting me apart to God. And that oil also, come. my cup overflows. I see that as, as my spirit, my heart is overflowing with his life. My cup overflows. And this is talking about the internal work of God in our being, setting us apart to God and also filling us from the inside so that we are uh, overflowing. Jehovah Makedish, the Lord my sanctifier. Praise God. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. And then finally, verse 6, he says, surely, I love the confidence in this psalm. He, he is absolutely confident. Uh, surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. All the days of my life, covenant faithfulness 
will follow me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. And so here David is not just believing God for his life, but he will dwell with God forever and ever. He has that confidence that God's love doesn't just, isn't just for this life, but it's for eternity. Hallelujah. I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. And so it's interesting that David was a shepherd himself. He was a, a even in his as teenage boy, he would have been a shepherd. We know that. And I think one day as he was meditating on how he cared for his sheep, we, we read that he was willing to risk his life for those sheep. He fought off a lion. He fought off a bear. And, and he knew, as the Oriental shepherds knew, all their sheep by name. He, he knew them personally. He spent his whole day with them. And so he, as he was meditating on how he cared for the sheep, how he knew the sheep, how he would lay his life down for those sheep, he, he suddenly had the revelation, ah, the Lord is my shepherd. In my relationship with God, I'm like the, one of those sheep and the Lord is my shepherd. And the Lord loves me and he cares for me and he fights for me. And he's, he's willing to put himself between me and my enemies that would come to devour me. He's willing to fight for me. He's willing to lay his life down for me. And he leads me into good pasture. He wants the best for me. He wants me to thrive. He leads me into good pasture. David is thinking, well, if I, as a, as a man, want, my be want the best for my sheep and I want them to do well and I lead them to good pasture and I keep them safe, how much more is the Lord my shepherd? How much more I will not want? If I love my sheep this much, God must love me a zillion times more. He will fight for me. He will provide for me. He will put on a feast for me. He will prepare a table for me. He will put oil on me. And the oil was often to actually keep the flies away as well. And he will anoint my head with oil and my cup overflows. In other words, David realized how much God loved him and how committed God was to him. And that caused him to have this awesome confidence that God will never forsake him, that God will lead him in his life and God will take care of him. And what God simply requires from us, his sheep, is that we would trust him, that we would follow him, that when he speaks, we, we obey. Um, the sheep's ears were tuned to the master. And in fact, sometimes they were, the sheep were put in a, in a general uh, enclosure at night if they were in town rather than out in the fields. And a number of different shepherds would keep their sheep in the same enclosure. And then they'd come in the morning to lead their sheep out Jesus refers to this in John 10. And each shepherd would call and his sheep. And those sheep, and he says that he would even call them by name. 
and those sheep would start coming out. And those sheep didn't get mixed up because they all knew who their shepherd was. They recognized his voice. It says the voice of a stranger they do not hear because those sheep were tuned to his voice. And the more you embrace the truth that you belong to Jesus, he owns you, the more you will be tuned to his voice. You'll recognize his voice. And when he says to you, come, you come. You obey his voice. And that's your safety because while those sheep obeyed the shepherd's voice, they stayed close to him, they were safe because the shepherd would fight for them, the shepherd would defend them, the shepherd would lead them on the right path into the blessing of God. And so we need to declare that. Lord, you are my shepherd. Lord, I put my life in your hands. Lord, I surrender to you. You are my shepherd. You are my leader. Lord, I'm sorry that I've been taking the leadership and I've just consulted you when I've run into trouble. Lord, I'm sorry that I've been the manager of my own life. But right now, I confess, Lord, you are my shepherd. You are my leader. You call the shots. And where you lead, I will follow. And if we have that attitude in our heart, then he can make it real. He will start putting his hand on your life. You have to give him that permission, you see. But when you allow his hand to come on your life, he'll start leading you and you'll, you'll know it's God leading you. So do embrace this psalm. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. I shall not want healing. I shall not want guidance. I shall not want provision. I shall not want peace. I shall not want for the presence of the Holy Spirit. I shall not want. Why? Because you are with me and you provide for me. I shall not fear. I shall not be destroyed. But I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. God wants us to have that kind of confidence. And, and I think one of the greatest things you can do is just to declare Psalm 23 over your life and with a confidence that Jesus is your shepherd. He's risen from the dead and he wants to lead you into the full abundance of life. Trust in him and he will make it happen. <laughs> 